the West Coast, and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And does that audience include a new generation of potential customers, clients, and members? Because if it doesn't, then your brand has a lifespan, and it's nobody's business plan to go out of business. You want to be in business forever. When I was selling internet banking back in the day, in fact, it was a credit union in Houston that I was visiting, they said, no, we don't really need internet banking or bill pay because most of our members are old. And that was a great business plan. That credit union is no longer with us. And so the way to have successive generations of customers, clients, and members, your audience is to intentionally engage them. And it's been far too long since we visited with Generation Next, but that's what we're going to do today with our good friend, Emily. Emily Hedetta is the president of the University of Texas at San Antonio Ambassadors. That means she's there with her crew making that important first impression on people when they come visit the beautiful campus of UTSA. I am a graduate of the University of Texas at San Antonio, and it has been amazing to see how the school has grown in what is arguably one of the greatest cities in American history and world history, for that matter, San Antonio, Texas. And Emily is in San Antonio by way of another great city, Houston, Texas, as we call it here in Texas, H-Town. We had this interview over the phone on the 27th. I believe she's down in San Antonio when we had the interview, but we're going to visit with her because even though it's not an empirical case study, it is important to note that Emily and the people in her generation, is only one of her, but she has more than $400,000 of lending needs built into her over the course of her life. And so the better you know, the better you intentionally engage Generation Next, the better it's going to be for your banking brand. And so we're going out to the vicinity of the University of Texas at San Antonio to visit with Emily, and we're going to do it all right after this. For over 12 years and over 700 episodes, it's conference quality information without the rubber chicken dinner, the boring speaker who looks so good on paper, and without the expense report. This is the one and only Power Performance Podcast. All right, and it's out to the vicinity of the University of Texas at San Antonio, home of the Roadrunners, birds up. Hey, Emily, welcome to the show. Oh, yes, I'm very excited. Um, this is the first time I've ever, like, um, been on a podcast, so this is pretty exciting. I have seen, you know, a lot of people have been doing this, so it's nice to be part of that. Thank you. Well, as you know, you know, I, I'm from Texas. We're both from Texas. But you're from the great city of Houston. I tell people that is one of the great cities of the world. And you grew up there. What was it like growing up out in what we Texans call H-Town? 
well, Houston, um, man, I love my city. Like, um, it's just always something to do there. And in fact, it is one of like um, one of the most diverse cities. And um, and that is very true because um, any part of Houston that you go to, you can always experience like um, a new culture, like new food, new adventures, new artwork. So it's always very exciting. It's always like I'm always finding something different to do. And like even here, um, going um, living in San Antonio and going to UTSA, it's like oh my gosh, I wish I could take my friends um, to Houston. But hopefully we can make that. Um, soon to happen, but yeah, I love my city. Um, growing up there was really fun. Um, a good thing that Texas um, schools do is with their field trips. So in elementary, I was able to experience like a McDonald's farm, and then they also have like their children's museum. So that was really yep. like a highlight of my childhood experience, and also along with middle schools and, of course, high schools is when I um, toured different university locations around the Texas area. Well, I remember one of my first sporting experiences was going to the Astrodome, and and when we walked in, you couldn't believe that a building this big could be constructed. It just was so different than anything you'd ever seen before. I, yeah, I, I love the city of Houston. I'm only three hours from there here in New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. You mentioned UTSA. It's my alma mater. Uh, there's up. Uh, it's become a great school. It's become what I've always mm-hmm. wanted, a first-class Division One school in my hometown, San Antonio, Texas. You are the president of the Ambassadors at UTSA, so you're the person that does the tour. You welcome people to campus for the first time. And so that first impression has to be great. Tell us why that's so important. Um, I say that it's so important because it's kind of like you're the selling point. So you're like the face of UTSA being an ambassador. And kind of around this time, high school students have visited two, three campuses. They kind of have a set decision of what school they want to go to. But it's really up to like that experience, that last cherry on top of okay, like um, experiencing this group tour, am I um, feeling included, like um, in my personal conversation with the tour guide, um, do I relate to that, Um, and stuff like that. So it's kind of like the final point of letting them know, like, what final decision they're going to make. So I think it's so um, important when it comes to, like, talking to different um, guests just because I am telling them, well, my way of experience, like being a transfer right. student, even the option of going to community college versus still attending a university is still achievable um, in that sense. So, yeah, I really like being an ambassador, being the first impression. And I, I uh, not to toot my own horn, but even like with the tour <laughs> feedbacks, um, a lot of people would say that I gave such an informative tour and um, that, right that basically I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you made him take it. You know, you and I talked about this in the pre-call. For people that have never been to the University of Texas at San Antonio, it is a beautiful campus. It is a beautiful place to go to school. It's near everything. You know, if you want the urban experience, there's UTSA downtown San Antonio. You know, I think it's great. It's been so nice getting reconnected with UTSA this year. But I wanted to ask you, about school and growing up here in Texas, your generation as a young person, of course, was affected differently by COVID-19. 
Has it compelled you to think differently about the future? It has. It um, brought me to a realization as to, like, career-wise um, that um, technically my generation or even myself, like, we don't want to work just a regular nine-to-five-hour office job. Right. Like, for me, I've noticed, like, during the COVID-19, I realized, oh, my gosh, I really love interacting with people, and I don't want to just sit in an office all day. Like, I truly want to go out and experience um, different places, travel. Like, I don't have to just sit in one location. And then also we can build our own businesses and set our own schedule as well with that. Like, you can turn a hobby into an Etsy shop, Amazon service, whatever it may be. So um, COVID really did um, open my eyes in that sense because I had realized, like, my mom's generation, the previous generation, it was working nine to five um, to be yeah. able to survive here. Yep, mm-hmm. everyday job, that's right. But now, we, used to, we used to call it, mm-hmm. we used to call it nine to five in it. You would say that, oh, I've got a nine to five, I've got a nine to five gig. You're absolutely right. I think that's fascinating. So you're realizing that there's going to be more flexible work hours in the future, I think you're pursuing one of the smartest disciplines, information technology, you know, cybersecurity, whatever you want to call it, that discipline. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, when I was coming up in the banking business, we had a phrase for the guys that took care of the computers. We called them the IT guys because they were all guys. I'm fascinated by how many young women are now getting into that technology field. I think it's a good thing. Tell us about that. Well, yeah. Um, well, originally, I was going to be an accounting major, right? And when I was experiencing my community college, um, I was supposed I was supposed to take a intro to like business computer applications class um, to like transfer that credit to UTSA. And when I attended that class, I actually had a woman professor. I just saw her in a, in a different light, like just te- her teaching us about lectures, and it was really fascinating. I enjoyed her class. That That's when I started researching, like, different career fields, like, within, like, the IT industry, but without having to be specifically, like, computer science, just data coding stuff to your right, desk, yeah. but still interacting with people. So that really made a set decision, just especially because I did see a female professor in that aspect, and I was like, okay, maybe I can do this too. And then, um, well, from there, it just has been growing here at UTSA, like, uh, our cybersecurity program, and then also, like, they're very helpful in being, like, first-generation students. So that has helped me out a lot, um, especially when transferring over here. Well, I think it's a great a great job field to be in. It's a great marketplace. It's, it's always going to be relevant. It's sort of recession-proof in many ways. One of the things we like to ask our guests is just things about when they're not working. We know you're not in class, you're just taking it easy. Uh, I may not know the names of some of your favorite musicians and artists because, you know, the generational difference, but what kind of music do you listen to when you're kicking back and enjoying music? Really, if I want to get my energy boosting, um, I like to listen to Bad Bunny. His new album just came out. Um, Every song is a uh, a bop and it's so amazing. It's such. It has different like um, styles from 
like the 2000s reggaeton era and then of course it incorporates like some like Puerto Rican salsa music um, like background yeah. and then of course more of a chill um, vibe mellow out um, I like Tame Impala the less I know the better it's one of their older songs but it is still a classic hit um, it has a nice funky bass line so you should check it out what? I like that song what, what's, what song was that and what was the artist's name it was um, The Less I Know the Better by Tame Impala. Okay. Like I said, I had not heard of those two artists, but I will absolutely check them out. Finally, when we talk about banking, you know, I check my balance in the morning on my phone, and I think a lot of us mm-hmm. do that. I want to talk to you about, like, your, your, just your average day. You know, in my generation, you know, after work, those hours between, like, 5 and 10 or, you know, 6 and 10 or whatever – Mm-hmm. We used to sit down and watch TV, just sit there and watch TV shows and things like that. I'm just curious about your generation. It, it, at nighttime, you know, between those hours, the evening hours after dinner, do you watch TV? Do you watch your videos? Do you read? What kind of things does your generation do in those hours? Yeah. Well, I honestly do not watch TV, but um, a lot of my <laughs> I generation didn't think so. <laughs> is using, yeah, a lot of my generation is using Roku. Uh, one of my favorite applications is Hulu. I like watching like previous like uh-huh. reality TV shows, or um, on YouTube. Um, there's a lot of podcasts, and so I actually enjoy yeah. watching podcasts when I'm cooking. And it is different ones, um, but it's kind of more to, like, uh, my generation. It's like, oh, they're, like, they have, like, pranking videos, but then they also have their podcast, what they're doing with, like, you know, their lifestyle and in, in that sense. And then, like, a lot of those podcast members are um, Hispanic and, like, uh, first generations here in, like, the United States. So that's also nice. very, like, inspiring to see them on a podcast like that. So, yeah, I enjoy watching that when I'm cooking and then when I'm eating dinner after. <laughs> well, I've got to tell you, the, the more I ask people, the more I ask people about what kind of music they listen to, the more people are saying, well, it's not just music, it's podcasting. I think podcasting is um, the, the way people from both generations are going to enjoy, you know, that downtime and educational stuff and all the true crime stuff. I've got to tell you, it's just been an absolute pleasure getting reconnected with my alma mater, UTSA. Again, her name is Emily. She is the president of the UTSA Ambassadors, and you've just been an absolute delight. Thank you so much for joining us on the Power Performance Podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, of course, um, if you need me again, I'll glad to come back. And then also I have my other ambassador members. They'll be glad to be on this as well. Well, we would love to have them. Well, I've said for years that we have two generations now that don't watch television, don't listen to AMFM radio, and don't read the newspaper. And yet when you watch where a lot of banking brands spend their advertising dollars, it is in those three areas. Just something to think about. I always think it's interesting and illuminating to visit with people in that next generation. And you really can't understand that generation by hiring some 50-year-old consultant to tell you about them. They are incredibly accessible. They enjoy doing podcasts. Listen, for all the banking brands and credit unions that I've talked to about podcasts, if you've been paying attention to this show the past few years, when I ask people about their musical preferences, they almost 
automatically steer the conversation towards podcasting. If you're not using podcasting for your banking brand, I'm telling you, you are missing out. This generation is not watching your television ads, they're not hearing your ads on the radio, and they're really not spending a lot of time thinking about you. You have to intentionally engage them. I did ask, by the way, Emily's primary banking brand is Chase. And so, of course, one of the big banks, it's probably convenient if you're in Houston or in San Antonio and everywhere in between, you're going to be able to find a Chase banking brand, a Chase branch or an ATM or whatever. But that doesn't mean, young enough, I didn't ask how old Emily is. I'm assuming she's less than 21 or 22 years old, but there's still plenty of time to convince her and people like her to change their banking brand now because it gets a lot tougher when they get older and get that direct deposit for their first big job after college. That's something else I've said for years and years and years. The stickiest product still in banking is direct deposit. Well, once again, thank you so much, Emily, for joining us on the Power Performance Podcast, and thank you for listening. It's just always so great to talk to Generation Next. I I did not edit out some things because I think it's charming the way that Generation speaks. They have a different way of talking. They have a different kind of colloquial English than my generation had, and I think it's great. We're all entitled to our own views and our own way of talking. Most importantly, though, if you're not out there actively seeking the loyalty of Generation Next, your brand has a shelf life on it, and then you're not going to like the end result because without young customers, members, and clients, you don't have a future. And of course, we want the best and brightest future for all the banking brands that take the time to tune in to the Power Performance Podcast. And if you're out there thinking about a university to attend, I invite you along with the rest of the UTSA ambassadors to come check out the beautiful campus at San Antonio, Texas, University of Texas at San Antonio. We've got the main campus, the downtown campus, the tech center, and as I mentioned, Finally, what I've wanted all my life, a first-rate Division I university experience in one of the great cities of the world, San Antonio, Texas. My name is Jason Dyes, and until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week. Take care. And if you, I couldn't really understand the name of the band because I hadn't heard of it, but we'll get out of here with that song that Emily mentioned. It's The Less I Know, The Better. Great title for a song, but it does not apply to your youth marketing strategy. And of course, the artist is Tame Impala. Hey, take care. We'll see you next week.